everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. That's America's penis. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris. Cthulhu for talking. Gossidus. Wow. Comic stuff. <laughs> Soundy Soundy stuff. stuff. How are you doing, How are you man? Doing? It's been a while. I'm I'm trying to invoke the dark gods, the 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 old ones. That's old how I'm doing. That's that's yeah, that's the level I'm on right now. I think that's the energy I want to bring to this uh, the back nine of 2020 or 2020. Uh, now, I'm I'm just, I'm just trying to raise demons, man. In this like, really. in, in this scenario, are, do you expect them to help or hinder this situation that we're already in, or does it not even matter? Ostensibly, they can just fuck shit up, man. Uh, right. I'm I'm down on the side of dissonance on this one. Like accidentally making things better, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, not even like chaotic neutral or even chaotic evil, just chaos. Yeah. I think um. Because what we're doing right now isn't working. <laughs> Clearly. Just shake it up. Yeah. Oh man. Most most people want to dress as the Joker for Halloween. I think I'm. This city deserves a different kind of criminal. Yeah, like um. Left shark. Yeah, 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 man. Holy shit, Katy Perry Super Bowl reset. Yeah, yeah. There's a motherfucker after my own heart. He knew what's up. He did. He's he did. like, he whatever, did. whatever is going on over here, like it's on me. And and he struck that power pose, man. He did. He did. You just gotta praise the sun sometimes. <laughs> yeah, or the moon, or whatever. So I want to take a second here real quick to remind to thank our listeners, as always, for joining us on another episode. But also, uh, don't forget to subscribe, like the podcast, leave a review wherever you're listening, whether that's on Podbean or or Spotify or Apple Music or Google. Uh, click the notification bell to get notifications when our We're not, YouTube goes up. Yeah, man. Click that bell. Hit that. Smash that like button. Decimate that like button. Uh, OnlyFans, hey. Uh, we're <laughs> showing you, pictures of uncured ham. So you, <laughs> did you hear about the... There's a girl. There, I, I think it's a girl. I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, she enticed a bunch of, bunch of people to, to pay for her OnlyFans. She advertised it. Yeah. Something to the effect of, I'm going to give you content you won't see anywhere else. Winky face, smiley face, kissy face, <laughs> kissy face, kissy face. Uh-huh. And then... I'm waiting for the prestige. She, she, she like screenshot because this dude who subscribed to her OnlyFans for fifteen dollars was like, "Yeah, baby," and then like ten minutes later was like, "What the fuck? Give me my money back." And she's like, "Why didn't you get what I promised? Uh, something you wouldn't see anywhere else on the internet?" And he's like, "It's just fifteen videos of you doing the robot." <laughs> Oh, man. So good. Sandy would be a fan. That that's that's uh, Chef's kiss. That's that's beautiful. That's that's the kind of energy I want to bring into the back nine of twenty twenty. Uh, by the way, listeners, I don't know if y'all are getting this feedback or not. I know I'm definitely hearing it. it's throwing me off, but uh, hopefully y'all aren't. And I'm gonna continue to try to figure out why that's a thing. 
everything is the same except I'm on a different system. Like, I'm on a different computer. But, like, all the programs are the same. This shouldn't be a thing. But it's a thing. Because mm-hmm. why not? Um, ah, man, it is... It's taken me a second here to get back into the groove of the pod, man. Of the energy of the flow of the yeah. pod. And, um... You know, we've got so much to cover. I don't know I don't know what I'm doing. I'm dragging ass here and I need to I need to get in. Need to need to get in and get going, man. Are you are you trying to get to to amp it up? Is that what you're trying to do? For yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Get the rock off me. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna need that music trying to get through a bunch of the names that are on the slack today. I'm gonna <laughs> mispronounce some shit, just letting y'all know right off the top uh let's do a quick rundown of what we're going to cover uh we've got believe it or not we both for better and definitely for worse have seen the uh-huh. new mutants movie and we're going to talk about it. we're going to give you a review we've got some wonder woman 84 news some possibly related black widow news you might wonder how those two connect well we're going to talk about it we've got some i would argue is positive batman news We've got a hell of a casting is corner. That, is that COVID positive, Batman News? I mean, it was. <laughs> uh, we've got a hell of a casting corner. We've got a look at The Mandalorian before it debuts on October 30th. <clears throat> uh, we've got to have a discussion with our man in the diner, Mr. Chris Evans. <laughs> Young Chris <laughs> Evans, though, this time. We're going to talk about calling Tony Stark. And actually, I'm seeing here that I forgot to put it. I think I forgot to put it on here. But we're going to talk about WandaVision as well. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the trailer that just dropped. And, uh, yeah. So, with all of that, let's go ahead and jump in for uh, with the New Mutants review. Um, I saw this, I think, if not the weekend it came out, like the following week. I don't know how recently you saw it. Uh, when was Friday? Okay, so... Well, I mean, all I know is that, like, I was here on Friday. Yeah. And then, um, like, Drunk Chris came over. Yeah. And, like, uh, I think, I think we had a good time. Okay. Uh, Me and Drunk Chris usually get along. Sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he saw it, so I think I got his notes. Okay. I mean, you were letting, you're making him shoulder that pain, but, Okay. He's good for it. He's trying to be a good friend, and you're just taking advantage of him. I'll tell you this. You'll know how recently you've seen the movie if when you close your eyes, you're haunted by poor narrative progression. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, should we just jump into it? I saw it in very weird circumstances to begin with. Not only is Drunk Chris here, good guy, um, <laughs> but uh, like... It was like we were watching it, almost like uh, somebody filmed it in a theater or something. Oh, fun. It was kind of, I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, like, there's ads for a gambling site, like, every 10 minutes. Just that's, that's great. Oh, you know what? Okay. First, <laughs> this has become our new segment, is going off tangent on segments <laughs> that have nothing to do with comic books or the podcast, really. Uh, I've been with watching... A gambling tip? No, kind of. One... I've been watching these ASMR videos, right? Trying to, like, calm oh. myself down, trying oh, to get level, right? <laughs> My therapist is like, you need to relax. And I'm like, what do you, how do you do that now? It's impossible. tapping on a microphone. 
Sure. There's an ASMR video where it's just okay. So let me let me just set the scene here real quick. It's a dude playing online gambling, but you don't see him. You just see like his screen. Okay. But the screen, like the casino that he's gambling in, is live people. Like, it's not like a computer... I mean, the bottom half of the screen is, like, computerized, like, where he bets or whatever. Oh, I see, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a real lady, like, dealing cards out. Yeah, yeah, I, and, I, and he and he's like, you know, I want to hit that, or I'm standing. Right, except he's playing Baccarat, okay? Oh, oh, okay. So here's the thing. Mr. Mr. Bond over here. Right, so... I, I stumbled upon this series of videos. It's insane because these this girl, I mean any of the girls that are doing it, the dealers, they're like talk. They're speaking English, but they're I don't know where this is. I don't know if it's in Germany or like Russia. It's it's not in America, uh. but they're speaking English. But they're like whispering and like quietly mumbling all the words and it's insane it like if you try you have to just let it wash over you if you try to like discern what they're actually saying you're gonna go insane wow you, have to, you just let it wash over you but here's the funny that's thing a hell of a knife edge man like either you're being kind of like soothed and relaxed or you're on the brink of insanity oh yeah absolutely it's like staring at a ceiling that hasn't been popcorn like you just go you just lose yourself <laughs> at some point but here's the thing. I, I watched it for, like, probably 20 minutes. After about 10 minutes, keep in mind, I've never played Baccarat in my life. Uh-huh. They don't explain the rules. I'm just watching, and I'm not even... Oh. Like, there's no, like, real verbal cues to anything. Because, right. again, they're just mumbling. I learned the rules of Baccarat by oh, watching man. these ASMR videos. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I know what he should do here. Or, like, I know what, like... He's about to lose. Oh, he lost. Yeah. It's it's wild. You you 13th warrior gambling? Yeah. I'm back at? Yes. I didn't even play a hand. I just no one told me the rules. I just watched it for 10 minutes. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I got this." It's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> I guess that's my new mutant power. I don't know. It's, it's just <laughs> Anyway, I don't even know how we got there. Let's go back oh, on oh. track. Because the weird situation in which I viewed it. Oh, uh, that's right. Gambling ads. Uh, I think at one point, uh, Drunk Chris started just singing like, um, I mean, it was playing at the time. It wasn't just him. It, it was uh, the entirety of uh, Midnight Vultures by Beck. Um, okay. So there was like, you know, it was me watching the film, trying to concentrate, like uh, some, some guy with the camera in front of us. And then Drunk Chris just going like, uh, and your sister, I think her name's Deborah. Oh, man. So, so, I mean, it was a fun night, I think. You got, like, a real, uh, like, identity situation going on there <laughs> with John Cusack and I don't know who else is in that. Is it, uh, not Rob uh, Lowe. What's that other guy's name? Rob High. Rob High. No, he was, like, in God. His he was, like, name in is Rob Lowe. Huh? Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. All, right. all right. Have we lost we all lost our listeners all our already? already? <laughs> Have they got they tired, got of, tired of, of these weird tangents in my <laughs> echoey voice? This podcast has always been for two people. That's <laughs> true. We listen as we're as we're making it. This it's really it's real, the real magic that happens. All right, man. New Mutants review. Uh, as always, for if for whatever reason this is the first episode you're listening to, welcome. You're welcome. Hi. Uh, happy to have you. We. This is our. Um, 
spoiler heavy spoiler reviews. Heavy We're not going to uh, hold anything back. Anything back. So just, so just if you haven't seen you haven't the movie, seen the movie and you care, care, just pause it, pause it, watch the movie, come back. You won't, you won't, or just skip over skip. this part. It's fine. We won't know. <laughs> just give us the listens, the clicks. The first click is fine. Wow, um, just the click? Is that what you want? With the click, I think it has to play for like ten seconds to, re- just for click, to register. Just to see how it feels. Yeah, just get through the intro, I guess. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Uh. <laughs> New Mutants. Okay, uh, so the first segment we always do with our movie reviews is, of course, our flashback flash verses. Yeah. And uh, for this one, we're going to do... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Just, you know... Um, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah, all right. Let's do... I just, like, put a T-ball set up for you and gave you, like, a wood bat and told you, go for it, slugger. Yeah, let's do New Mutants, not even a synopsis of the film, but just your your reprisal of Rain, Maisie Williams' character. Oh, yes, all right. Meeting, um... What, what, oh, man, I'm already blanking on her name. Is it Moonstar? Yeah. Is that her name, Moonstar? Last name, at least. Yeah. Meeting Moonstar uh, for the first time in New Mutants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, man, come on, drunk Chris, don't fail me now. Uh, <laughs> da- Danny ooh, Moonstar. Sexy lady. Ooh, you drive me crazy. Ooh, sexy lady. Girl, you drive me crazy. Crazy and your sister. Nice. Oh man, I like that you you dipped. I don't know if you meant to, but you dipped oh. into my favorite realm of anything, which is sexual chocolate. Randy Brown <laughs> from Coming to America. Randy Watson. Randy Watson. <laughs> Sexual chocolate Randy Watson <laughs> at the charity drive. Uh, All timer. That's where you started to hit in that range, man, and I'm genuinely impressed. I'm, I'm telling you, drunk Chris has got the pipes. Uh, normal Chris wouldn't wouldn't ever. Okay. He, he's too much sense to do that. <sighs> so yeah, we're playing uh, fast and loose with this one, guys. Um, our next segment is where we talk about the things that we liked in the film. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think this is going to be that long. It's the Excelsior segment. Excelsior! Oh. Uh, you know, can I just say that I think if Stan were still around in 2020, that none of this would have happened. Wow. He, he was a linchpin? I, I just, I think it would have helped. You know, um, I didn't see Donnie Darko last year uh, as soon as October hit. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, that's your that's your ritual. You always do that. Right. Like, that's why shit's going off the rails. Yeah. You, you... I, I think, yeah, I think Stan might have been a little bit more pivotable. Piv- pivotable? He's yeah, pivotable. pivotable. I mean, he, he left it up to his to his kid, right? Jim? <laughs> yeah. His, uh, his, um... Uh... Minority child. 
Uh, oh my god okay so um all right man you go first what what was there something was there anything in this film that you're like they did this very well and i'm glad they made these choices oh man i'm of a mind here i'm of two minds um i need analysis on myself uh interlock self i mean uh, in blood in blood black nothingness began to spin and all that but um I think <laughs> it was simultaneously the best thing, and I'll bring it back up in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, all of a sudden, there's like a clip of Buffy playing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought of you actually when I saw that. <laughs> I guess that was the best thing in the movie for me, <laughs> but it was like one of the worst episodes. I mean, it, it, thematically, it's it's one of the worst. It's a brilliant episode. It's completely well written, impeccably acted. It's um, it's the body in season five where jo- Joyce Buffy's mother dies, and woof to to include that for the for the scene they did was just kind of like wow I don't know if you know like the illusions source material that you're trying to trying to work with here, but right. I enjoyed seeing Allison Hannigan. Are they were they meddling with powers they dare not know? Couldn't possibly comprehend. Mine's a little more simple. Um, by the way, I just found out that Anya Taylor-Joy is Argentinian. All right. She's Argentinian in English, whatever that means. Oh, she's the Falklands War. Yes. <laughs> uh, who, I again, I loved... Uh, I thought she did such an, an amazing job in Emma. Um, oh, that's who that was! I yeah. knew I'd seen her before. She's good. She's I mean she's gonna be a, a thing. Like she's she's got the chops. I I thought her as magic um was great. Yeah. I uh, I really felt like she she just stole pretty much every scene that she was in. Oh, for sure. And um for as much of the budget as whenever they had the budget to do it, her stuff looked really cool, like with her mutant power and stuff. Mm. Um, I feel like that whole dimensional limbo thing, uh, they wanted to delve into a lot more, but they just didn't have the money or stopped. Fox stopped providing the money to do it. <laughs> so you just get like these tiny glimpses. And uh, is that then... where there's a big meeting in the ladies room? Like, uh, this meeting in the ladies room, all the B-boys are naked. Like it, that was that part, right? The, what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Wait, the. Are you doing like a song reset that I don't know? Like you know, it, ah, it's a bunch of mixed business, man. I don't think I'm getting into it right now. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing. That's you're too. You're like, you're like too. Ascended. Mm. On the mixes, on the beats, on the ones and twos. Uh oh! Oh no! Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, bells. Oh shit! I think drunk Chris is here, man. Oh, oh no! So I mean, regular Chris has died. <laughs> no, he's still here, but he's not in control anymore. Oh no! Oh, so he's also in control of sanity, so that's a double win for. Oh god, there it is. The, la- the Joker laugh. That's how we know we're in trouble. Um... <laughs> I like that we got the Tekken bear. <laughs> the bear from Tekken <laughs> in the film. 
That was a nice touch for Namco to let them use it. <laughs> Man, fuck Kuma, dude. Um, Motherfucker with his down two, down two. Yeah. Can you throw I, him? Yeah, man. You, yeah. You he got the pot. Able, he shouldn't be able to throw him in the game. He's a bear. You, man. He shouldn't be able to throw a bear. The only person that should be able to maybe throw him is King. Because he's, he's part mm. tiger or lion or whatever. And which parts, though? The parts that matter. Oh, the tail. All right. <laughs> yeah, the Here tail. we go. The tail. Uh, um, all right, let's let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, which is Bizarro. Look, it am our most famous superhero. Yes, it be Bizarro number one. There he goes, man, just fucking flying backwards and shit. <laughs> He's look, he doesn't have a care in the world. Do you think Bizarro would like what's going on in 2020? He would Bizarro, like it, right? Bizarro is having the best fucking year of his he, life. This would be right? his best year. He'd He's be making he, so much money on the stock market. He's living his best life. He has like 10 PlayStation 5s. COVID, yeah. He's even, just for the shits and giggles, he's got an Xbox X. <laughs> he doesn't even play it. Like, he doesn't, why? But, like, you know, he's got one. Just <laughs> Me, counts. I'm like Halo. Yeah. And everyone keeps trying to tell him that it's not out, that he can only play Halo Halo 3, and he doesn't, he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll go first here. I um I didn't oh, man I I don't know how to say this in a succinct way. Uh-huh. I'll just say that like this movie to me felt like like a made for TV movie or maybe the pilot to a, a show uh. to a streaming series like yeah. maybe the first two episodes of a streaming series. Yeah. Um. It so it clocked in just here's a little bit of trivia. It clocked in at ninety five minutes, which. That's barely over the bar for a feature. That is that is animation runtime. <laughs> that cool. is child's animation movie runtime. Like you're scraping the barrel at ninety five. It's also the shortest uh, any of any X Men film, any X Men related film. Mm. Um, but yeah, ultimately that was the problem for me. Like this movie was supposed to come out in twenty eighteen. God damn. And and. The time away didn't help it. They didn't. They didn't add anything. They didn't make it any more extravagant or any more reason to see it in a movie theater. Um, That's an interesting to take. Like they had more time for the post, so they should have got. They should have gone back in, right? Yeah. So ultimately, I, we've talked about this before. There were all these scheduled reshoots, which I thought they had done at least some of them. Uh-huh. But apparently, the I read an article this morning uh, as I was preparing for the show. They, they did push the film back, the release, back and back a couple of times for reshoots, but they never actually got to them. <laughs> Which blows my mind, because the film is so disjointed, I would have thought for sure we had a fan-four-stick situation on our hand oh, where, right. where there were reshoots and things didn't, you know, mesh well together. They didn't interlink. Yeah. There wasn't a tenant, you know, situation. Uh, you know. <laughs> there um, might have been, dude. There might have been like the secondary uh, unit might have been going backwards. <laughs> yeah, maybe the literally the secondary photography unit, like they were <laughs> the second DP. Um, <laughs> Stu, it's a film joke, guys. I don't. It's not our. It's not this audience. 
It's, it's some of this audience, but <laughs> oh, not really. Man, sec- the secondary DP sounds like, you know. Oh, no. We're going to talk about Chris Evans later, man. Just Does it just shoot back in? Just, just God. Oh boy, um, but that that was. I think I think I think I think ultimately my fault with the film lies mostly in the fact that it just didn't really feel like a film. It felt like a pilot of a show. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, uh, uh, you you hit me with a science. How much did this cost? Uh, the budget on this one I want to say was. Uh, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I... Uh, do I have the search music on this here? No, I don't. Uh, we'll hear this instead. Did they take the budget off of the IMDb page? Now I have to go somewhere else. Oh, no. Oh, oh I need another search music. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> hey, fuck you, man! Oh, wow. That, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. All right, we're almost there. We're almost there. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, oh, man. No, that's not its budget. That's how much it made. Oh, holy shit, dude. All right. Uh, uh, Marty, yeah. all right, right, right. I got it. I got it. All right, I got it. Oh, my God. I was right. Okay. So right. I, Kumite? Oh, man, dude. Kumite. Kumite. We got to do more combo characters Kumite, too, by the way, man. People love that episode. Uh, okay, I was going to say this initially, but I thought I might be wrong, so I wanted to double-check. But I was right. I remember the budget being rumored to be between 70 and $80 million. Holy shit. Right, because I was like... I remember when I got out of the movie, I was like, where? Where was that money? Because where was that money? Where was that money? Yeah, 70 to $80 million. Total box office $35 million. I mean, how? Were they fucking like using like sodium lamps and shit? I have were were no they using idea. actual like old film, vintage film from the what, 70s? You know what I think they did is they probably used those, um, those IMAX 4K cameras and then they did this thing where they downscaled it <laughs> to like 35 millimeter. They, like, they, paid a, they paid a programmer to write like a proprietary code to downscale it. To downscale the IMAX camera, yeah, okay. I, it's that's crazy, right? I I I had that number in my head, the eighty million, and it didn't go into the bear. It did not go into the Tekken bear. No, no, that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, actually, you know what? That's the other bizarre thing for me. Yeah, it did the thing, and we've talked about this before, and you and I have personally talked about this many, many times. It did the thing that I hate probably more than any other trope right. in, in modern film. It has a teenager or child yelling at a thing in the third act to resolve the film. <laughs> and it's it's Danny Moonstar just yelling at the bear, stop it! Yeah, it, it's a stop it, it's a stop it, like, and then she gets real soft, like, you know, you don't need to do this, or whatever she says. Yeah. It's like, and you're okay it. now. Oh, man, like, that is probably my most hated trope of things. <laughs> I cannot stand that. <laughs> it's just talking through your feelings, man. You gotta, I mean, mm. it's one of the techniques. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> I I want it. You know what? And I don't know if this fits in the. You know, well, we'll talk about it in the next segment. You got anything else for Bizarro? Yeah, man. I got. They showed a fucking Buffy clip in the middle of it. <laughs> By the way, you didn't. You didn't like that. I thought you would have liked that. The, the fucking. The fucking. See, this is the thing. It's it, the it, clip that they pick. I when you can see the reasoning behind the either the director, or the editor, or the scriptwriter. Whoever's you can, when you can see the, the creator's reasoning behind using something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's it was the first kiss between Will, Willow and Tara on Buffy. Sure, it's it's telegraphed as hell. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're they're using like the pinnacle, almost like arguably the pinnacle of that show to to kind of like copy and paste onto two characters here, which aren't that fleshed out. Uh, granted, Buffy was a long running series and and well written and acted. And every single turn, it's it's just that I knew what they were trying to do. Yeah, and it was so obvious <laughs> from a you know like from a you know structure kind of point, and sure. th- th- it was almost like it was worse than using Shane and Logan. And that at least you gain a little bit of character development with Laura. At least you gain that callback at the end when she's burying Logan. Um, but in this one, it just kind of like oh oh we need the audience needs to be very clear on on who Rain is. Right. And, and they're using man. It was you, you can't just throw me into season five of Buffy, and the one of the most important episodes of, right. of television. And fucking hell, there's just no nuance to it either. Look, I think okay, if we can give some credit, I guess, to the idea that you're gonna have this same sex relationship within the film between two of the main characters, and and it just it's allowed to happen. Right, and it's right. in that sense, there's nothing drawn to it. It's not, oh, it's not gaudy. It's not overexposed or anything, and that's great. That's fine, good for them. But like you said, when you're drawing these very purposeful illusions, like, do you get it? Do you get it, audience? Yeah. Do you yeah. see what's going to happen? Do you like, see the giant where whose shoulders we're standing on right now? Like we don't. You don't need that. You you didn't need that. And I thought it was very, I thought, I don't know if tone deaf is the right word, but I was just like, why are they doing this? Like, I, I can, I, ham-fisted. yeah, I can see, I'm like, I can see where these characters are going. Just let them go there. Yeah. Like, you don't need this other thing. Um, okay, real quick, this is another trivia thing. I just want to throw this at you. Uh, how many times do you think this movie got date shifted in terms of release? Oh, shit. Just off the top Uh-oh. of your head. Oh, man. Um... I'm going to put the line at four and go over. You are correct. You are. If you were playing the ASMR betting thing, you would have won. <laughs> so the girl, the girl would have been like, no, 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 no. Was it like six times? Um, it's five times. It got pushed five. back five times. <laughs> you, did a very, you did a very good scared Ukrainian dealer uh, right there. That was very oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I watched, you know, a solid hour of that thing, so... <laughs> please, please make a bet. They won't leave me. They won't leave me. Um, here's, a, here, here's another trivia. So, the filmmakers... Oh, you're about to get so bad. Oh, the no. filmmakers cite one flew over the cuckoo's nest... Fuck out of here. And The Shining adds <laughs> inspirations for this film. <laughs> That's what that did to me. Mm, I thought you would like that. I thought you would like that a lot. Ah. It's, it's, it's just like a, a group therapy session, like, two times? 
yeah. and like the the infighting from Pacific Rim a couple times, and yeah. like there's a pool scene, and then the bear comes and fucks shit up, and then it's over. Not enough happens for sure. Again, two episodes of a TV show. Man. They they do more in two episodes of The Boys, <laughs> by a lot, by a long shot. Also, also going back to that eighty million price tag, there's like six cast members in the whole film. You see like oh, yeah. six people the entire time. Yeah, fucking Jonathan Byers didn't get twenty million for this, did he? No. You know what's so, so weird, weird about the film too is that like. This is the Essex Corporation, right, that is running this thing. It's Mr. Sinister. It's supposed to be this, you know, this very big corporation Mm -hmm. who's a literal billionaire, right, in in this universe. Why are these kids in a school staffed by one fucking person, this lady doctor? There's no security guards. There's nothing. There's no one else working there. When did she get a lunch break? It's she goes to sleep. And that's the other thing. Okay. Oh, man. We really need to move forward. But I just... This is another thing that I really hated. They established that her immune power is creating these force field yeah. things. And that's what's keeping the kids in. Okay. Fine. That's fine. You established that. That's great. So when she falls asleep, <laughs> they should all be able to leave. <laughs> they should just be able to go wherever the hell they want to go or wherever they were trying to go before. Listen, man, because, everybody's tired at the end of the night. Nobody, Nobody's being able to work that out in, like, uh, more than a day. Yeah, they only had two years extra <laughs> to fucking fix it. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> next category, next segment is, hey, everyone. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, everyone. Hey, 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 Peter. Peter. Just move, Peter. Uh, he's... <laughs> Just trying to find his, you know, just trying to find his way. He's trying to Nathan Drake up those cliffs, man. He's Spider-Man, do a flip. Oh no! <laughs> Every time I hear that now, I think of that. I think we posted it on the yeah, comic, man. On the, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. The, the the party Spider-Man doing the flip and not doing the flip. Oh. No, sir. <laughs> He's not doing the flip. I mean, the intention was there. I, and the heart wasn't in it, I guess. Yeah. What's funny is, like, that's not even the first guy to do that. Like, Oh, yeah, no. To, that's like the third or fourth one of those I've seen. <laughs> People Every, don't learn, man. Everybody feels real brave and agile when they put on the Spidey suit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it, it gives you, like, plus two or whatever, but that's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough for most people. That's enough for, like, a couple of people, but not <laughs> most people. All right, hey everyone's where we talk about uh, something that's been that's new, that's newly established in this film that we haven't seen before. It's a character. It can be a, a vehicle. It can be a power. It can be a vehicle. environment. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm just kind of going back to the to the Excelsior. I just liked the character of Magic. Yeah. And and I liked Anna Taylor Joy a lot as that character. I thought she did a great job. I mean, not that everyone else was. The weird thing is, all of the actors were were, were fine. They weren't terrible. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the script is bad. The plotting is bad. The special effects are bad. The pacing is bad. The directing was not good. Like it's not really the actors' fault per se. Um, but, but beyond that, Anna Taylor Joy I thought was fun to watch on screen, and I liked that character. I would like to see more of that character. But oh, this being the that. last Fox film, 
Like, that's probably not going to happen. Also, this film failed. Like, it super failed. So, you know, I don't think I don't think Disney's going to grab any of this stuff uh, for whenever they bring mutants into the MCU. Um, that being said, yeah, three four years from now, if you want to grab Anya Taylor Joy and make her just the MCU version of Magic, go right ahead. I was about to say, like, the smart move would be to like do a kind of like the What If series on the on the Plus. Mm-hmm. And, and there, I mean, we just what was it last year? It was like, what if magic was the sorcerer supreme? Yeah, supreme? yeah, fucking right in. There you go. Yeah, you've got you've got Doctor Strange. He can go into different. We've got the madness of the multiverse coming out mm. at some point, maybe. So there's your bridge. You just gotta cross it. I mean, do you want to get to Terabithia or not? <laughs> I mean, not everyone's making it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, sixth grade readers. Or man, man, we got a tweens out here catching a stray, dude. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> Literally the only podcast in the world that's doing Bridge of Terabithia resets. Where you at, Jason and Mallory? They're not bringing that. Me? Oh my god. Oh, why are you calling out the goat? No, I'm not. I wouldn't do that, dude. I, I don't want to get dunked on. <laughs> Jason Concepcio, come on the show. You won't. You won't, but please do. <laughs> and, and bring some bring some Jordan 1 origin stories. Oh, uh, bring two <laughs> sets, please. I need a 10 and a half. I think you got, well, like a 13. 13, 13. Same. There you go, yeah. Same as Jordan. Wow, okay. Sprague. Um, what, what is your, hey, everyone, what is the new thing that you enjoyed? Oh man, uh, I think uh, I talked to I've talked to regular Chris, and we, we're both of a consensus about this. Mm. It's just the fucking energy of that vicar or whoever the fuck coming out and like terrorizing Rain for, oh, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. a hot second. I mean, big, big Bill Ted, Bill and Ted's bogus journey uh, vibes on that one. That was uh, that was great. I, I don't know. I, I, we found that very amusing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. More psychotic breaks, please. Here's here's the thing. I, I felt like somebody must have done an elevator pitch on this film. And the elevator pitch was, hey, let's make The Breakfast Club, but a horror movie. Mm. And that would have been fine. You could have made that movie. Oh, that explains so much. Like, but a Fox executive heard. Fox executive. He said, like, did you say horror movie? All right. Oh, I, I didn't think you guys, you you superhero guys, wanted to play, but you want. Oh, oh, oh you said horror. Oh. Horror, horror. Oh. I, I, I horror guess movie. I, already, I resigned. But he's like, I'm already in. I'm gonna bring X Men into this. Because <laughs> they just, they just, they just let. You know what they did? They they took that elevator pitch of the Breakfast Club ho- horror film. And they took one coat of paint of X-Men and just put it on there and yeah, they just yeah. left it. <laughs> it needed three coats. They just it's put all, one and just fucking left. It's all sticky. Like, pray to God you don't put a book you like on there. It's going to stick to that paint like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. Or like, like they even they slightly painted over like the brass fittings of things. <laughs> and like, so you could still see through it. Like, that's not enough. <laughs> one coat's not enough. But that's what they did. That's absolutely what they did. They, they, um, they definitely didn't ask Sherman Williams, I can tell you that much. Well, here's the other thing. They had two years to put more coats of paint. They didn't. 
They had the time. They apparently have the money. <laughs> Where's that money, dude? <laughs> There's gonna be a YouTube documentary in like a year where it's a big money best? money laundering scheme. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no. Where is the money in this film? Shout out to all the Mexicano brethren out there doing construction, like really fucking vibing with the coats of paint and shit right now. Uh, like, but didn't we mention something else earlier, like paving stones? Or I, I mean, I can't remember. I think that was regular, Chris. Uh, I don't. Popcorn, I don't know. popcorn ceilings. You said popcorn oh, the popcorn ceilings. ceilings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, man. Let's move to the last segment. I can't believe we spent this much time talking about that. We've talked almost as long as the movie is about <laughs> why we don't like this movie. Um, let's move to the last segment, which is what if. Do you just, you know, I've actually started to picture Thanos in different scenarios with that song. In yeah. this time, he was like in the seventies, like shorts, like NBA seventies short shorts, oh. kind of out by the pool, just doing like a little, like a little arm swing. Oh. Yeah, you know, yeah. he got some sunnies on. Like he's can he can he do a little anything? That dude's fucking huge. Oh well, yeah, you know what I mean though. He's yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, that, he's, that would... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I want you. I want you to physically describe Thanos. No, he's just. I mean, he's he's sliding, gliding. <laughs> <laughs> in in, uh, in Europe, they used to call like house music uh, handbag music. Because yeah. like uh, there was the uh, urban legend that all the girls would throw their handbags into a big pile on the center of the dance floor and then kind of just you know fucking vibe out to it, right? So what I picture when I hear that that drop is Thanos like drinking a vodka tonic at the bar, then hearing like Thanos, oh whoa, and like oh shit, and then running over there and throwing his Infinity Gauntlet on top of the pile of on the uh, bags. Yeah, on the bags. He's and not gonna fucking... miss his song. No, no, and it's just him and he's in his own world and. And nobody, nobody takes, nobody takes the opportunity and grabs the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. It, it's very, it's very sad to me. Sad to you, but it's respect for the floor. That's that. Those are the rules. <laughs> you can be sad, but those are the rules. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's my what if. What if they made this movie for fifteen million dollars? Because that's what it looked like. Ooh. I think off air we talked about like I hadn't seen it yet, and I said like, oh, so it should have been A twenty four or Blumhouse, and then you're yeah. like, exactly, absolutely, absolutely, get um, get Jordan Peele on this. Oh fuck! With a twenty million dollar budget, make it tight, make it cohesive, make it strong. You could have had something here for sure. Um, make it rated R and super lean into the horror elements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the worst film. It's not. Look, I. It's better, I guess, than Fan Four Stick. It's better than that. I mean, the bars on the floor, but yeah. There are worse. It's it's better than X Men, whatever the Dark Phoenix. What was that one called? Oh, Apocalypse. Dark Phoenix. No, well, yeah, that one too, probably. X-Men 3? Well, yeah, definitely that one, but the the more recent Dark Phoenix movie. Was that Apocalypse? No, that was Apocalypse. And then after that came Dark Phoenix. But They've been making a lot sure. of bad X-Men films. They need to stop. They did stop. They got bought out. They they lost their turn. So. Oh, no, shit, that's right. That, Jessica Chastain wasn't in Apocalypse at all. 
No, it was it, they wasted Oscar Isaac in that yeah, film. Yeah, fuck, dude. What are they doing? Oh my god. That's no, 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 no. True travesty is they made Jessica Chastain wear like a white wig instead of like her, her beautiful natural red hair. What color? Oh, yeah, I was about to say what color was? Yeah, okay, we know. Um, Mom, come on, buddy. <laughs> you know. What if, so what's your what if, Chris? What do you got? Uh, shit, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, or is it the same as mine? Give me the same. It, yeah, I mean, it's about there. It's um, what if what if they got like a little? I mean, they're teenagers, right? What if they like they 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 looked at each other and like you know I too want to question the you know the logic of all sex laws, and and they're like uh, do you want a violin you can have a violin, do you want to you can have two, and that's a reference to like the music video which I don't think they're old enough for, but maybe they're maybe I think John the Byers is that hip, they could have made that reference. Uh, what if the music the the, the score of this movie were Midnight Vultures by Beck. <laughs> I like that you went back to that well. And guess what? It wasn't dry. It, no, no. Midnight Vultures is by far the the most moist and wettest of his albums. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you remember September 21st? Oh, Lord. Um, all right. Well, with that, I can wholeheartedly say I do not recommend this film. Do not see it. <laughs> you don't need to see it. Be be thankful that Disney owns Fox, if only so that they will stop making these movies. Yeah, fucking pull in Aziza and Snari and, like, don't even offer her white wine. <laughs> Jesus. No, 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 no. Shit, the other one. Uh, read the Wikipedia article. Yeah, that's that's the other bit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, moving on. Uh, we've we spent so much time on that damn movie. I can't believe we we actually <laughs> took that much time for it. I mean, talk to uh, you, boy. First of all, first and foremost. <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four <laughs> has been pushed back. Damn, dude. Is this the start? Of a Nubians-like descent into terrible quality film. I don't think so. I don't. I, obviously, we're in a pandemic and things are weird. And Warner Brothers released Tenant, and they did not make as much money as they thought oh, they were. And they I won't damn. tell anyone how much money they made. But we all know. We all know you made about two hundred million, but you were expecting to make like four hundred and fifty. That, that what they did. That's, what? that's good. I didn't. I didn't hear the latest numbers. I, I haven't. Keep... Two. The rumor is two hundred worldwide, though. Oh shit! Apparently, we do have friends. Friends of dust. <laughs> but um, well, the thing is, uh, Mulan made two sixty on the Disney. Man, how do you even quantify thing. that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But so now, like Warner Brothers is tucking their tail and they're not showing the numbers and. Okay. So now, well, that's throwing all the other movies into limbo with magic, with Anya Taylor-Joy. And uh, Wonder Woman 84 is now being delayed to Christmas Day. Hmm. Which, hey, that's a juicy spot. Yeah, man. Sure. That's a, that is a spot that any film would love to have in any other year. Is the lore of Christmas magic going to be enough so that people actually go 
and even if they go, I, I suspect that theaters are going to still be not at full capacity. So, are they going to be able to sell enough seats for it to matter? They have Warner Brothers is so much money in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's supposedly where they are right now. I, honestly, if I'm... And I, look, I, we're about to talk about Black Widow 2 in a second. Mm. I think if you're any kind of big film, any film that you hope makes north of $200 million, you can't release it right now. Yeah. Fuck. I don't care what day you release it on. You just you just can't release it right now. <laughs> that... Uh. I mean, you want you want to do a Bill and Ted's three? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, you want yeah, to do yeah. you want to do that Wes Anderson film that I really want to see? <laughs> uh, that that should have come out already, and I don't remember what it's called. Release well, what, that. You wait, can do what, that. What, what does Jason Schwartzman do this time, man? He's like, uh, you know, he's like, a, he's like an editor for a paper, and he's got like a, yeah. you know, he's got like a like a stapler, I think that he. Clicks. Oh no, dude, a stapler! Yeah, he's got like a stapler. Is it gonna be like the the middle of the frame and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it gonna be like like uh, like visual equivalent of uh, of colonialism? Is that what's gonna happen? I mean, probably. Yeah. And then also, yeah, at one point, you're gonna. Captains, dude, fucking you're gonna, you're, weekend. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna look. There's gonna be a shot where the camera is the stapler and like it clinks down and the like the whole oh. the whole thing pans down and pans back up. Oh you know, like, shit! I want to go to ACL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's fucking South by. Let's do it. Oh, uh, where am I sparing? IPA, IPA. IPA. Fucking, oh, dude. NBA all day. So hoppy. So hoppy. So rich. Anyway. Makes me want to part my hair to the right. <laughs> but you can release those films. Like, I think any smaller film, just just release it. Go do it digitally. Do a video on demand, however you want to do it. Get, sell the rights to Netflix or Disney or whoever you need to. Make your money that way yeah. for those films. But uh, for any big film, I just don't know why... Look, Tenet is amazing. I'm happy I saw it. Most people, I just don't think, feel safe yet. And I don't, you know, they probably shouldn't. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's, um, fuck. God, I, I hate the, drunk Chris especially hates to bring it down to, like, a point of realism. But, like, just the, the fact that the CDC knew and then somebody kind of changed their statement to saying like six feet is kind of a joke, like it, it's it's the aerosols are you know that's the prime method of of uh that's the prime vector of infection, and yeah it's not safe it's just we have far more realer concerns than seeing Wonder Woman but I do want to see Wonder Woman dude fuck you oh I do want to see it too Ride the lightning slaps ass right she whips she literally whips lightning oh she rides it. Ah, right to the lightning. Ah. So, but anyway, we might, it might be released on Christmas Day. We'll see. I suspect it may be pushed back even more. I think. Uh, I think that one actually. dude might might hook me up again. That one uh, who was sitting behind him, me and me and regular Chris. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that dude came from. He's well big on betting. He's big on betting. He takes the, that motherfucker w- takes the over. <laughs> I wonder if he's friends with my ASMR guy. He might be. <laughs> Playing some Baccarat, man. <laughs> that ASMR guy. <laughs> Fucking doing the most. Intimidating these poor Ukrainian women. Yeah. It's so good. I, I'll, I'll send you a link, dude. It is good. It's a good time. Please. Um, only had one well, potato to eat all week. Please. Make <laughs> bed. Please make bed. Please hurry. Please, please, 
They, they drive a nail. They, they drive a nail through my foot. Oh! Oh, but through the nail bed. They do a nail through your yeah. nail bed on oh, your foot. Oh, fuck, dude. Ugh, ugh, ugh. You got All the right. you got the brown kind of scab underneath. <clears throat> All right. So Black Widow to follow uh, is what I put in the notes. Uh, so yeah, Wonder Woman's been delayed. Black Widow, which is supposed to come out in November, now there's talks that they're pushing that back too. Yeah, it was supposed to come out when we saw it back in like April and shit. For everyone else. Ah, there we go. Yeah, there's the caveat. There's it. There's the asterisk. But, uh, yeah, that's a bummer. That's a, you know. But that's just... We're going to keep reporting these things, but they're just going to keep happening. I, I don't... It's not going to change. Yeah. You know, but oh. we do have... We do have WandaVision and Mandalorian Season 2 coming via mm. Disney+. Plus. So that's great. I mean, there's still content that's coming out, um... And Russian you know. and Mandalorian 2 coming out, what, the night before October Halloween? Th- October 30th, yeah. Um, here's other good news. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to produce new stuff. Batman, the Batman, is back on track. Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Shouts. You said that name perfectly. Sh- yeah, that one I can get. I don't know why. Shouts <laughs> to Weekly Planet, though. Those guys are hilarious. <laughs> That's their thing. I'm, I mean, I'm stealing it, but it is their thing. Um, but they're back on production. Uh, looks like Robert Pattinson is alive and well, and uh, yeah, they're they're back at it. Because he's they're agile. At it, he's agile. Yeah. Um, so you know, we will hopefully continue to get new things next year. It's yeah. just a matter of will they be released? Can we see them? Yeah, man, that was the height of like 2020s, like. Um... I don't know, what is it? Like, the, the gaslighting of all humanity? It was like, they gave us a really fucking badass trailer. And then the next week, oh, oh, he got the Rona. She's yeah. down. Like, oh, no, is he going to die? Like, yeah, that's... It's crazy, man. We are... You just never feel safe. There's no safe moments right now. Mm. There's no... The joy is so small. It's, it's so fleeting. It's, uh... So so small. Um, <laughs> I was I was trying to think of the lyric from Terrible Lie to quote the prophet, like, ah, uh, oh, dude. Uh, but you know, the only solace being in our dreams right now. That that's that's pretty much it. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. You know how they call them daydreams and nightmares? What if someone did a thing called night dreams and daymares? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I think I had Daymare the other day. You it like was... an anthology series? Yeah, no, that's just like Black Mirror, but for real, right? That, uh, yes. I was, so I I live across like a, a gas station on one side of the road and a head shop on the other side of the road, right? And if you, nice. if you can place it in San Antonio, fuck you, I'll fight you in the parking lot. But uh, uh, <laughs> the head shop on Sunday, because I was leaving to get something, something to eat for breakfast, fucking had, the head shop the fucking head shop had like a stand of like Trump 2020 flags and shit and like a Confederate oh, flag and like no. a Goliad flag that said instead instead of like the, the cannon for come and take it, it had an AR-15. And I was like, what the fuck cross-section of humanity goes here? That's fair. Who's going to get a bong and like, you know, an openly racist flag at the same time? 
That yeah, what is that cross section? You know what, man? Maybe you and I should write an anthology series called Daymares and Night Dreams, and it's just about <laughs> shit that's taking place in 2020 through the lens of like a Black Mirror type. It would be so easy. Narrative. It would be so easy. So much content. So too much content. In fact, like let's <laughs> stop giving us content. <laughs> We've already got like five seasons worth. Yeah. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. GM. Um. All right. Let's. You know what? Let's go into a happy place. One of the last bastions of joy, anywhere. <laughs> On the internet, in the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm of course talking about casting corner. Okay, so yeah, sir. I, I see you have your phone. Are you posting something to social media? It's a June bug. Is it though? We're gonna we're gonna come back to you later. I don't think it is. What? Somebody take his phone away. I'll fucking fight you, Sonny. Oh my god. He will. He looks wiry. <laughs> all right. We've got quite a few things here, um, all of which I'm pretty excited about, to be honest. Now, we do have to, to come on here and say we um, posted, because there was a pretty strong rumor, although we did say it was a rumor at the time, but that Allison Bree from Community mm. was, was cast as She-Hulk. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out that, I mean, that was, I mean, in talks. I don't know how far those talks got. got. Is that um, like uh, Milana Vantra being Squirrel Girl? Maybe. Oh, it's so funny that you bring her up. I just watched this whole YouTube thing about her. Apparently, YouTube or social media people are, made her cry. Oh, uh, what? Because they kept talking about her 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 breasts and like they call her milkies uh, and they've been they've just been harassing the shit why are you harassing lily from at&t t4 fucking she's ass. so nice she's not doing anything to anyone and then man leave her alone she's trying to give you 5g squirrel girl even if it was like you know like speculative put, put some respect on the name undefeated yeah man she's she's crying dude i saw a video she was crying ah uh, uh, not what you want i uh, can't watch that Okay. No, you guys be better, please. Not our our listeners are great, right? But you all know, we all know, shitty people. Encourage them to be better. <laughs> Stop making Squirrel Girl cry. Like subtly, like like don't even like talk to them. Like just fucking deck them like once in a while. <laughs> you can. That's another video I saw recently. I forgot all about this. Do you remember that activist dude, the anti-abortion dude? Oh no, the the pro-abort, not pro, pro-choice guy. I was the pro pro abortion, pro choice dude, who like roundhouse kicked a lady oh. <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> and then he was like, "I meant to hit your phone." <laughs> I was doing that the, bottle, na- the bottle cap challenge. That, that dude's name is Jordan Hunt, 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 by the way. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I learned that. Putting him on pass. All, right. All right. Yeah, no, it's like, dude, he kicked a lady. You can't just go roundhouse kicking people. <laughs> It's like the 
Whoa, no, I can't laugh too hard. I learned my lesson. I gotta be careful. Alright, casting corner. So, we talked about Allison Brie before. She's not in it. That's kind of sad, because I thought she would have been great. But, we have now confirmed Tatiana Maslany from Has Parents White. Crickets? No? She's apparently the lead in a show called Orphan Black. And um, the show, I, hopefully, I guess this is a little bit spoilery, but it's about a woman who did, finds out that she's actually a clone and she meets other clones. Oh, what? And Dude. But here's the thing about the show. Apparently, and I haven't seen it, but she plays like a bunch of different characters and that you just lose sight of the fact that that's even the same actor no. doing all the different roles. Yeah. So that's cool. And and everyone that I know personally that has seen Orphan Black and that likes Orphan Black, they are all super on board with this casting choice. I, I haven't seen her in anything, to be honest. So yeah. I don't have a lot to say, except that the people that have seen her have said that she's great. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, uh, I, mean, I haven't kept up with Doctor Who, and that's like been the main lead-in to you know staying on BBC America because I can't find the remote. Uh, so I haven't seen Orphan Black either. But... Uh, no, I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm she. My only question. My only question is, are they going to CG, CGI She-Hulk to like seven and a half feet, or what are they? Yeah, they're going to throw some stilts on her. Like, what's? <laughs> what are they going to do? Green screen. Are they going to green screen that? What are they? they what are they going to? They're going to have Lou come in and do the the Hulk parts. Do you think for the She-Hulk? show yeah. that she'll break the fourth wall the way she does in the comic books. Mm. I mean... Because she was kind of Deadpool before Deadpool. That's what I was about to say, right? It's like Deadpool kind of has that crown now, but hey, you could probably do it. You could probably get it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. It's not, even getting, it's not even getting away with it. It's, yeah, fucking... I mean, Harsa... Uh, Harsa Cards? No. Harsa Hearts. Harsa... Now you sound like the ASMR lady. <laughs> Arsa Cards only recognizes one king, and he's the his name is Stark. Uh, no, no, no. House of Cards did it. Um, this this president. <laughs> please, please, my family. I haven't seen them. Please. It's dark. It's cold. It's cold where I sit. You win. You win. You win. Um, House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker. Yeah. That that one dude. The fucking uh, Voldemort motherfucker. He he. he uh, he breaks the fourth wall? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. It's been a while since we had that thing. Other thing I'm excited about is uh, I saw in an article that Mark Ruffalo is, is signed to, to Cameo in what? at least one episode of the show. Oh, I thought you meant to, like, Cameo the Service. Like, um... Oh, like, you know, wish me happy birthday? Yeah, or like, shoot him $100, and he'll be like, oh, you can, you can juice me for all the Ruffalo juice you need, Freddy. I'll do it. I'll, to the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in other casting corner news, we have a double whammy courtesy of Miss Marvel. Here we go. Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy, mm-hmm. a two-time Oscar winner mm-hmm. and Indian filmmaker Mira Minon are to helm the show. 
as director, co-producers, I believe the showrunner role. And, um, let's see here. I, I looked it up. Chinoy has won two Academy Awards for Best Short Documentary with A Girl in the River and, uh, in 2016, and then also in 2012 for a short called Saving Face. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. You got to, I mean, that's some good pedigree there. Two-time Oscar winner. Uh, good eye for the frame there. Yeah. Well, then, and that's, and then, and Mira, she did a 2013 film that screened at Tribeca called Farago's Bang that apparently was very well received. Um, and... Yeah, so the other thing with Chinoy is she's the first ever Pakistani person to win an Academy Award. Mm. So, you know, for anyone that knows anything about Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, like, those, those things are important. Represent, we talk about this all the time. Representation is important. Um, but not just in terms of the characters that we're presenting on screen. Now they're doing some behind-the-scenes stuff. They're getting the people behind the camera to be representative as well, and that is fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, anytime you're able to like put that perspective behind the camera, you're gonna get some something good, something different, something that is sorely lacking. Yeah, just by by virtue of what it is, yeah. you're gonna get that. That I, I think it's a brilliant move, and obviously these people are you know top of craft. You know, they're not just two slubs that they brought off, you know, <laughs> off the Hollywood streets or whatever. I, but I, uh, I'm just weirded out because every time I, ha- I see this hashtag Miss Marvel, uh, I'm like, it has bad SEO, man. Search engine optimization. I always see Miss Maisel, dude. Oh, the marvelous one. That's like a different one. Yeah, that's like. If you squint your eyes, it could be a superhero thing, but it's not. <laughs> that's like. Uh... Oh damn it! What is this name? Uh, Lenny Bruce. That's uh, like I'm a comedian. I know Lenny Bruce. That's my power. <laughs> hey, I'm a broad. You're a broad. I used to be a whole housewife, but now things are better. <laughs> say 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 butter and quarter. In that butter quarter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for a stick of butter, they said. How much is it? They said, that's a quarter. I said, hey, I got two bits. Comedy was so much easier back in the day. I guess so. All right. And see, I'm hearing the stupid echo thing again. I don't know if y'all are hearing it or not, but it's, it's, I'm going to go insane before the end of this episode. What do you mean, man? Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Last bit of news for Gaston Corner. We got Mr. Mondathan Jagers. Whoa, whoa. JK, Jonathan Jonathan Majors. (laughs) Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror for Ant-Man 3. So, real quick. Shredder. Not not Krang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Get your ass to Mars. (laughs) <laughs> All right. 
Um, this guy, I haven't seen the show yet, but apparently he's fantastic and, and the show is amazing. Mm. And of course it is because it's Jordan Peele. Uh, Lovecraft Country. Cthulhu is talking. On HBO Max, he's, he's uh, if not the main character, one of the main characters. Oh, HBO show. Max? Oh, fucking off that. And, uh, I don't understand what that is. Here's the thing. I'm Here's my only concern with this. It's Ant-Man 3. Okay. So, in the comics, King the Conqueror is, like, a time traveler guy, and he's really powerful. Like, they do whole Marvel events, you know, dedicated to, like, his storylines and defeating him. And it requires, like, all of the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy and, you know, <laughs> this and that. And, all, you know, it's a real big deal. It's Howard the like Duck. Thanos. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Got to get a duck in there. He He's like a Thanos-level threat. For the most part, mm. you're putting him in Ant Man three. Is, yeah, man. Is, is he is he the main villain yeah, in Ant Man three? What the fuck not, dude? <laughs> Ant Man's messing with all the time bullshit. That's if, true. If, I mean, that, that me connection time I got out here and like fucking normal sized dudes gonna mess with my shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hope that even if he is the central villain in Ant Man three, that this isn't a one and done situation. Mm. Let's let's build. I would prefer they kind of do like Thanos' first appearance was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't really see him till years and years later. I, I kind of hope that's this situation, but oh, I, I don't know. It's just I don't a, know. I don't know. Strictly uh, Stinger kind of appearance. Yeah, like a little cameo or yeah. like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. Just, just, just hint at it. Yeah, I mean, I have to. You know what? Though, real quick, yeah. this beats. The hell out of the other rumor that we talked about before, where, where Owen Wilson was going to be oh, King yeah. the Conqueror. What the fuck was up with that? That I mean, that was like it was locked in, wasn't it? I thought that was like the the vibe of that one. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah, glad that's not happening. Though. I'm <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I'm I'm just uh, because uh, like uh, regular Chris has been reading like uh, the Wicked and the Divine like pretty heavy over the over the week. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to local comic book stores everywhere. Bazinga had a, had that sale, so he picked up like the other, like a couple other volumes, and he's just been burning through them. Uh, but Kang the Conqueror seems like you know right out of that universe. So, like, I'm trying to process what he knows right now, and like, what I know, and yeah, it's a fun time right now in my head. Uh, doesn't translate to audio. But it's going on. As long as you're having a good time, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just got to take the good times where you can find them right now. Oh, it's COVID no. 2020, baby. Do I have a sound drop for COVID? I think I do. <laughs> and, oh, and either the bells or the. No! And I got the prizes right. It says, okay, that's good. But the prizes right. Yeah. Oh, oh. No, no, that, that's Aria laughing. There we go. Oh, she's t- <laughs> that made it way creepier. <laughs> she's tickled, man. <laughs> um, with that, we will leave Casting Corner, although we will revisit one of the patrons of Casting Corner in just a minute. Uh, but we'll catch it next time. All right. Uh, let's see here. Look at Mandalorian season two trailer that just dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
super psyched about that. There was concerns and questions at one point of, is Baby Yoda even going to be in it? There might not be any Baby Yoda. I thought that was kind of a ridiculous rumor. Yeah, who started that? Didn't buy it for a second. The 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 baby the baby Yoda is like a billion dollar property, man. You can't you're not gonna not do that, not use him. What what little like manufacturing ability there is right now in COVID has been used to make baby Yoda merch. Ninety nine percent of it is baby Yoda merch. The one percent is split. That one percent is split eighty twenty PS five Xbox X production. <laughs> For the one, the one remaining percent left over. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, it's kind of interesting the way they cut this trailer. We actually don't really see a lot. It actually cuts to black at one point, mm. And you just hear the Mandalorian, like, taking out a bunch of people. And then you kind of sort of see the aftermath. I think it's kind of smart. I feel like there's going to be a lot of cool cameos, either by actors that we know or by characters we know or heard of mm. in the Star Wars universe. And I don't think they want to show their hand. Much like playing ASMR online Baccarat, <laughs> you just keep it close to the chest, and that's smart. It's like, you know what I mean? You're playing with your money, but also her life. Right. It's like so if, it makes Taken, it more fun. if Taken were a, a table game. Uh, what did, any any thoughts? Anything that stuck out for you specifically uh, for Mandalorian? Yeah, it was uh, it, fucking of course. Baby Yoda's kind of like seeing the whistling birds being popped and readied, and like oh shit, and just him closing his lid, closing the thing. I mean, I mean that's great. Uh, you gotta love uh, like any little bit of comedy you can get nowadays. Uh, he's kind of sad, I guess. I mean, his is charged, but they're kind of equals, right? I mean, it's like a it's lone wolf a cub, but like a couple of years down the line. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, we touched on that before. You know, I, I, I do think that is the template they're following. So, all I know is I'm super psyched. It's We're just a little over a month away from it. Yeah. Um, you know, really happy about that. Yeah. yeah it was a really smart trailer. Uh, they didn't, get, they, like you said, they held everything pretty close to the vest. Uh, it's like, just fucking get hype, motherfuckers. It's coming back. Like, they know. We, we They just want us to know when it's coming. Yeah. Now we know. They didn't need to tell us anything. We're all going to watch it. Everyone needs Baby Yoda in the worst way right now. So, yeah, smart. Smart by them. All right, before we get to the next thing on uh, the agenda, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the WandaVision trailer. Oh, shit. That was uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. It gave me... Um, it, how do I put this? It reminded me of FX's Legion. Oh, okay. And a little bit of HBO's Watchmen. And, oh, shit, son. And, 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 and I don't know if it's just me that's pulling those vibes in, and I'm just I'm projecting that onto it, but those are the two things that immediately came to mind, and that makes me super excited for this show. Mm -hmm. um, the reality-bending aspects, they're super leaning into it. Yeah. The, the fragile mental state stuff, they're super leaning into it. We get comic-accurate costumes. They look like they're maybe Halloween costumes or something. That's amazing. Uh, and they haven't even shown us everything because I know we've seen still shots of other set pieces yeah. that aren't even in this trailer. So, 
Yeah, man. What? Uh, what? What? I mean, I'm obviously very psyched. Where are you at? No, it's just like the ability of them to kind of like effortlessly switch from like um, you know, almost like 50s or 60s kind of sitcom three camera style mm-hmm. to like uh, the fucking Stranger Things stuff that's going on in the neighborhood shots, mm-hmm. and like it, it, it looks like they no, no they they've definitely plotted this out. They definitely know exactly what they want to do. Uh, I'm all locked in with this tone, man. Yeah, it's. It, that's a good point. It looks so purposeful. Mm. And that's what you want. You want confident, competent people, creatives, making these things and, and being purposeful about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you get the best stuff. That's season one Stranger Things. That's HBO's Watchmen. Yeah. You know? It, that's, it's got that little bit of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thrown in there. Like mm-hmm. the whole helicopter circling around the. The, that one scene where everybody's converging on, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're pulling from a lot of different sources, and it's I'm I'm super psyched. Um, also, it's just good to see Vision again. You know, <laughs> we we last saw him in the worst way so possible. <laughs> a so. desiccated corpse. Yeah. Just a grayed out husk, a literal husk. <laughs> it's not what you want. Not ideal. But yeah, um, did they? They didn't tag it with a specific release date, right? But that is the. I don't think so. No. That is the next thing coming out. I think it actually is going to supersede um, Winter Soldier, Captain uh, Falcon. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. It, Which they just said, uh, you know, the coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah. Which makes me think that the Winter Soldier Falcon show must be tied to Black Widow in some way. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, which yeah, which would make sense. All right, let's just we'll just touch on this very quickly. Um, a thing happened a couple of weeks ago, week ago. I don't know time anymore. <laughs> but uh, America's ass. Yeah, man, I missed this. Please explain. I can't believe you missed this. I'm, I'm, I mean, I had to. Uh, I was I was back. At, I've been forced to go back to work. Uh, yeah. So I've been like you know. My main concern is making sure I'm like my mask is on, and yeah. uh, I'm I'm fucking alive. So, <laughs> right. But I, I guess I, I saw the tail end of it, which is like now that I have your attention, please go vote. Right, which was, which is awesome that he was able to sort of be gracious and humorous in this uh, situation. Um, so he was attempting to post an Instagram video. On uh, early in mid September, about a week ago, give or take. And while he was doing that, it like the way the video worked is it showed like I guess basically his camera roll for a second. Uh-huh. So it showed a a sort of a collage of pictures of about nine, ten, twelve pictures. Oh no! In one of the pictures, no. and the pictures are not very big, but one of the pictures is just like a. And I gotta say, it's shadowed, it's like you don't, it's not like, there's not like a 4K light on it or anything. (laughs) It's a bit like in shadow, but you basically see his dick, or at least the outline. It's the darkness uh, that lurks in the hearts of men. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. So one, yeah, we already touched on it. He turned it into this like, go vote, that's great. Um, I don't want to get too 
I don't want to get like PC culture about it or anything. It is kind of interesting to just very quickly think about like if this were a woman that had done that with either her breasts or her vagina. Uh huh. Um. What what would the reaction have been, right? Uh yeah. It 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 would have been. I feel like you would they would have dragged her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it probably would have turned out a lot differently. I feel like Chris Evans gets a bit of a pass. One, he's just, everyone loves Chris Evans anyway. So part of it is because of just who he is and his personality and what have you. But, um, you know, you just sent me an image. <laughs> it's, uh, it's from a Twitter user. It says, uh, yeah. Chris Evans tripped. Oh my God. I hope he's okay. Ronnie. I hope he's Okay. Well, we know that he is okay because he told people to vote. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I, maybe being a male, he's more he's more able to play it off. It might be different. I don't know. I'm not a female, so I don't I don't want to go too far into this. Mm. It's just something to think about. Uh, but it does it does play nicely, like America's ass, right? Like. <laughs> It's like the it's the literal progression. Like what what would be next? Uh, so it did work out. Everyone seemed to be pretty happy about it. He was embarrassed apparently. Um, you know, uh, it's funny. I saw I had a few friends that were kind of shaming people for laughing or sharing the the post. Oh yeah, the screenshots because they were like, well, you know, you shouldn't be sharing it because if it were a woman and you were sharing like. A woman who accidentally exposed herself and then sharing her picture, like that's really messed up. And it is. And so yeah, if you really think about it, it is messed up to share Chris Evans's pick as well. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, everyone's just kind of giving it a pass either way. Like it's just really weird yeah. uh, that that's kind of how things work. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I just uh, I just wanted to bring it up so that people could think about it. I guess. I mean, it's worth thinking about, right? It's just because power dynamics is a thing. And yeah. we've seen it play out, like, uh, on the large scale, on the macro scale, with uh, uh, not only with this dick pic, <laughs> but <laughs> with uh, the fucking, like, the civil rights reckoning right now. It's right. Power dynamics exist. And it's foolish to think they don't. And there are there are people who benefit from it and people who don't. And it, it, it's, mind, it, it, it's the height of humility to be mindful of that to recognize that you know we don't live just to kind of like go to work come home to dinner it's all these nuances happen to us every single day and so it it is it is a good thing to be mindful of like these structures exist exist to to benefit some and not others absolutely absolutely but if you want to find the picture it's out there if anyone who hasn't seen it (laughs) And, um, and, you know, but the most important thing we can, thing we can take away from all of this is go, go vote. Fucking A, dude. November 3rd, go vote. <laughs> vote. Just vote. There has to be, like, a redemption part of this arc, right? I mean, this isn't, like, a Nietzsche story? This isn't, like, a, this isn't Kafka? Right? There has to... I hope not. I don't know who's writing this story. <laughs> uh... I hope not. 
Um, all right, last uh, thing uh, before we get into uh, see. Yeah, uh, no, that's supposed to be a fun segment, and it was just it regular turned. Chris can might like he he mitigates this by turning into drunk Chris. Right now, I don't know what I can do. So <laughs> you're like, oh no, man, I've already reached. I'm my, already here, man. What the fuck? I'm in my final form. This is my final form. <laughs> um, all right, last thing is pretty humorous though. Uh, apparently in a, in a comic book, in a Marvel comic recently, I, I don't know what issue it is. I, I tried to find it. There's a, a panel, a comic panel, a comic page where it's Milnier. We love to talk about Milnier uh, on here. I don't know. Best- I don't know any other comic podcast that talks about Milnier more than us, by the way. <laughs> also Milnier holding Milnier. That's an R thing. We need, that needs to happen. Um, <laughs> But Thor call, carves call Tony Stark and then a phone number, 212-970-4133. <laughs> and Tony goes, damn it, Thor, that is not cool, you son of a... And it cuts and it stops there. Here's the thing. Bring you a, can actually bring, call that number. Yeah. Yeah, you can call it. Y'all need to call it. So if you're listening right now, 212 970 Four one three three, that is a real number that you can call. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it here, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. I would say it's worth a call. <laughs> it's worth that dime or whatever. And this isn't like a reverse. Like we need to talk to you about your auto insurance. It's about to expire. Like we're not yeah. to like space you or nothing like that. You know, it'd be amazing is if we just dropped a ton of money and it was just like subscribe to Comic Oh, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Oh, like yeah! Oh my God! <laughs> that's a, that's a new Patreon goal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the only only fans goal. <laughs> all right, all so right. Before so before we, we close, close up, the shop, we got, we got our final play. segment of the night, and that's of course the big wheel winner of the week. No, you can break my love to give you fire. He he's just always got a little bit extra, man. I, I, you got to get to get to him because at least he's always, he's always going full blast. How many albums do you think he's recorded in quarantine? Oh Jesus Christ! It's like, like, pr- like, it's like Prince level. Yeah, dude, I was just about to fucking say. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, so there's kind of two winners here. One is me, but to be fair, I'm going to preface it by saying when I looked this up, that was the date that was literally on Google as the official date. When I posted the image for the Chadwick Boseman episode that we did, the emergency pod, Uh I put 1976 to 2020. 1977 to 2020. Mm-hmm. And there was a debate about, like, was he 42, 43? The next day, they adjusted the number to 1976. Mm. So he was 43, not 42. We made allusions to the movie 42 that he did, of course, Jackie Robinson's story. Um, So my bad. But again, look, I did my research... I sourced it from three places and it said 1977. The following day, they all changed to 1976. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know why. 
that happened, but it did. That's okay. But some of our listeners reached out to me. We're like, hey, man, hey, hey, the date's wrong. And that's cool. That's fair. Like, it was. Hey, hey, Freddy. Thank you for hey, hey Freddy, hold yeah. this L. Yo. Hold this L. I'm holding it. You want to take a picture? Like, hold it, though. I'm holding it. I am holding it. Two hands. All right. I can't do the I can't do the, the victory fingers though if I'm holding with two hands. Two boots. Two boots. All right. But I just came across this literally as I was uh, um, as we were getting ready for the show. Yeah. I just happened to come on. It's not on the slide, but I did, I feel like this fits for Big Wheel Winner. So I'm gonna just read this real quick. All right. Okay. So Jim Campbell, Jim Jim Campbell. How do you pronounce that name? C A M P B E L. Yeah, yeah. Campbell. Campbell like the soup. Uh, Campbell. You're talking about Bruce's okay. son, right? Bruce's kid. Yeah. Ruby. Bruce, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy's a um, a comic book letterer. Oh shit. Yeah. Letterer. Okay, and he took great offense to DC Comics creating a black label series about the character Warshack, uh, written by Tom King, who I'm a fan of. He's a good writer. He did um, the Vision series from Marvel. Uh, Jorge Fornes and Dave Stewart. Um, so he actually has a problem with one of the variant covers. They they do a weird type typography thing that they kind of messed up on in terms of lettering. And so that pissed him off. But that wasn't his real problem. Um, he, this guy, and he's not the big wheel winner. It's not him. It's it's going to be DC Comics, and I'll explain why in just a second. Oh, oh, but, uh, oh dude, I'm sensing the, the true believers out there. The Jim Campbell. So he lets loose on DC's production because, as you all know, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons are the, the owners of the property of Watchmen, and... And the the contract that they signed. Now most artists, writers, artists, artists and writers do a work for hire contract uh, in the comic industry. It's very rare that you see anything else. But um, this contract in particular has verbiage in it that essentially says that Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons were leasing the the characters of Watchmen to the DC label to produce the graphic novel. And that was it. And then once that novel was produced, that it would revert back to them. But DC, being a giant corporation, has found loopholes, and that's how they've been able to create all this other Watchmen comic content mm. recently. So there's like that before Watchmen series, uh, Doomsday Clock, which is their big event yeah. series, has Watchmen characters in it. Okay, it's a real, so, it's a real Vader move, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So J- Jim Campbell uh, says this of DC's production. Of what he calls an unauthorized sequel to Watchmen and everyone involved tweeting. Also, this is, quote, fuck Tom King, fuck Jorge Fornes, and Dave Stewart. Fuck anyone who participates in this blatant IP theft by DC. If your paycheck is so important that you'll sanction this absolute robbery, fuck you. To be clear, you sell your work on a four hire, you know what to expect. But Watchmen wasn't work for hire. The revision clause clearly implies that the work remained more in Gibbons' copyright and that DC licensed it it under specific circumstances. This is theft. He goes on to say, 
The fanboy me would kill to get a DC gig on any number of titles that I love, but they could offer me 50 bucks a page and I wouldn't touch this shit. The thing is, I don't think work-for-hire contracts are inherently evil, creators trade off risk for reward, but this isn't that. If the rights were supposed to revert to Remore and Gibbons after the work was went out of print, then clearly the, the rights resided with them and were just simply licensed to DC. So... Yeah, man. He's... <laughs> he's pissed. The boy said it with his chest. Yeah. And, um... You know, to be fair... To, to their credit, I guess, Moore and, and Gibbons haven't really said anything. Alan Moore has been kind of out of the comic game for a while. I think he's just kind of fucking done with it. Mm. I think at this point, he's just like... I, I kept getting mad earlier in my career... About people ruining my properties, and now I'm just like, just I'm just yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, um, who do you think I'm conjuring demons with, dude? Yeah. You could do a lot over Zoom. You, you, you can, and cameo. I've learned about various snake gods through Alan Moore. There you go. The old ones, old gods. Not Jack Kirby, not the new gods. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. so the the other co-winner of Wheel, Big Wheel of the Week, is DC Comics Publishing, because. What are y'all doing? Stop it. Leave Watchmen alone. It's clearly Lindelof's now. <laughs> just let just let Frank Miller keep beating Batman the Dark Knight into the ground. Ooh. More stories. Oh. Milk, keep milking that cow. He's got two guns now. Oh, man, I got more than that. In my pants. Dick gun? That's another gun. It's not my dick. It's, it's just another gun in my pants. I'm, I'm, all right. I want to make that clear. Concealed Gary. Yeah. Texas. Yeehaw. <laughs> all right. But you with just made that, the <laughs> that brings our gracious podcast. Cod, what the Podpast. hell am I trying to say? It's a podcast now, baby. Podcast. Oh, man. Remember the our idea for podcast? Which was this one? Well, we were, we were going to talk about fish. <laughs> Today on the Perch Report. Yeah. Oh, man. It's time for the Rainbow Trout Corner. You remember that one game in elementary school where you could, like, play as a fish? And I think the the object of the game was to survive? Is this life? Is this a metaphor for life? I mean, shit. <laughs> The thing is, it was so remember. popular, and only on certain like Apple computers in the in the com- computer room that I oh yeah yeah yeah. I yeah, might have yeah, only got yeah. to play it once, but I fucking sucked at it because I never played it before. And fuck all those kids. You know, big wheel winner of the war- big wheel winner of this week is all them kids got to play as a fucking rainbow trout, and I had to play a fucking Oregon Trail for the fiftieth time. That's the wrong drop. Fuck y'all. Dysentery. It's from the heart. Dysentery. That's what you say. We want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe where you can. Review. Leave a review wherever you're listening to us. It really helps us out a lot to get more exposure. The more reviews, the more people know about the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your wife. Tell your kids. Don't hide them. Just tell them about the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the Fortress of Potitude is closed.
We love you 3,000. See you in a minute. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.